It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Cowboys sent you. I am your host, Marcus Mosher, and joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, I am glad that you haven't opted out of this podcast yet. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> well, I looked at the I looked at the opt out numbers, and I, I, <laughs> didn't, I, I didn't want to lose my accrued season of podcasting that works towards sure. my uh, my uh, benefits after I retire. Yeah, so, and your free agency. That's yeah, coming up, yeah, you know, it's just it's just like it, there's there's some <laughs> hidden language in there that I wasn't sure about. Uh, I am a high risk case, but I, I am not I am not going to opt out for the season. I've decided. Uh, that's good. Um, uh, we are getting ever so close to actual pads coming on in training camp. I know a lot of teams have reported over the last couple of days. It seems like the Cowboys are doing the same. Um, so today, Landon, to kind of preview training camp, uh, we're going to talk about the five biggest storylines for the Cowboys entering camp. Um, and I want to start with this one. Let's let's start with a big one. Uh, Mike McCarthy's first camp with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, he went out to Oxnard earlier this offseason to get to kind of get a lay of the land. Unfortunately, the Cowboys will not be practicing out in Oxnard. They will uh, be home. They'll be in Dallas uh, working to get ready for the 2020 season. Um, what are your expectations from McCarthy in this training camp? And what are you looking forward to seeing from him? Well, first off, I know that he's super disappointed that he's not going to get to go to the rudder room every single night uh, yeah. in Oxnard, and he's going to get to miss out that whole experience. Uh, you know, I, I think it, this is this is one of the great questions because you know it's 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 not even just as simple as trying to like go back to previous Green Bay training camps and look at schedules there, and then try to you know, mm. parse out what what might he bring with him to Dallas and what you know he's going to leave up. In Wisconsin, I think it's you know it's 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 more difficult than that because obviously with the COVID situation, all these training camps are being mixed up and their schedules are being you know thrown for a, a, a whirl. But on top of that, you look at how much time McCarthy spent in the offseason, you know, really looking at the details of how he did things like this and really kind of re-examining his process. Uh, you know, whether it's a midweek practice schedule or, 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 you know, training camp day five schedule. You know, he talked about how he kind of went through his program and, and, you know, really looked at all the different aspects and what needs to change and and what needs to stay. So I think it's really, uh, you know, of these things that we're going, that we're going to talk about today, I, I think that this is kind of the thing where we're going to be the most enlightened because I think that really we just don't have, any kind of, of of grasp on 
you know, what this is going to... I mean, I don't think we would have a grasp even if Jason Garrett, you know, was here. No, I, I think not. it's because no, it's so different. I think we would have a little bit better of an idea. I think because, you know, you know that he's trying to recreate these, the same scenario over and over again. And with, and with you know, that, that's difficult with the COVID situation. But I think with McCarthy, we don't even have that. So, no. um, you know, I think it's, it's really going to be interesting to see exactly uh, how he tries to find advantages and disadvantages and, and, and leverage those in this training camp schedule and maybe try to find a way to, to get an edge with, with the team that he is still kind of learning everybody's name. Unfortunately, in this camp, there's, you know, the schedule is pretty much already planned out for, for every team, right? They have so many padded practices. You can't start the padded practices, and I think, until I, I thought it was like August 11th or something it's, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a little ways away. I think it's at least right. two weeks out from here. Right. So it's going to be, I mean, he's going to be handicapped a little bit that way. But I'm just interested to see the pace of practice. And I think, I and mean, we haven't heard anything official yet, but I'm sure the Cowboys, and they always do a great job of giving fans some way to, to watch some of the practices, you know, whether that's through DallasCowboys.com, whether it's through Twitter or whatever. We'll get some clips and stuff. But I'm curious to see how they run practices, what kind of drills they do, uh, the tempo of practice. All that kind of stuff is going to be interesting compared to what we've seen from Garrett over the last decade. So uh, all those things are really interesting, to, uh, you know, basically a, a big storyline for us to watch. Um I want to talk about another one, Lana. Let's let's talk about the center battle sitting on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, for the first time in a long time, the Cowboys are entering the year knowing that Travis Frederick isn't going to be there at center. Uh, we've got really an open competition there between Joe Looney, Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish, uh, maybe some Connor Williams. What are you looking forward to seeing in that matchup? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a you know who's going out there first and and. How they rotating? I, I think you know the center battle is going to be kind of more of a of a, a long term discussion. I, I mean, as much as you can have a, a position battle in this sort of environment, yeah, I guess it's going to be really weird to have a position battle. Well, I guess. you know, beyond that too, it's like, like with so few practices, it, it's like you got a rookie going in there. It's really going to be a, a, a Herculean effort on on Biotis's part to be able to take this job you know he would have to dominate in practice yeah absolutely dominate. and, and beyond that i think he's i think beyond that too he needs to have already dominated in the classroom at this point and i hate to you know sound like a terrible teacher sound trying sure. to sound cool but like you know it's he needed he needs to like he, the work he needed to get in to be able to set himself up to be able to take that job I'm hoping that he's been doing this whole time because that's really, you know, the mental part, the being able to call the, the you know, the defenses, being able to recognize the fronts, uh, you know, that's a huge part of what Travis Frederick did. And I, I don't think that anyone's expecting Tyler Biotish to immediately be Travis no. Frederick in that manner either. But I think that that's really where he, he more than mo almost any other player, I would say, in this, you know, coming into this training camp, really needed to have a good offseason in the playbook because he is you know if he's going to actually be relied upon to be the pivot on the starting uh, the starting pivot on this team he's going to need to be able to at at a very at least a competent level 
you know, do what Travis Frederick did, you know, recognizing the fronts, being able to call out the linebackers, being able to adjust the fronts and the, and the, the, the blocking schemes, depending on what they see, you know, even down to being able to recognize potential coverages and helping the quarterback yeah, deal with yeah. that. So uh, I think that there is a lot of, of prep work that needed to get done and needs to be being done as we are speaking uh, in order to get Biotis to the point where he can compete for that job. And then, you know, I think once we get into training camp, uh, if he can get, you know, a base of knowledge that will at least keep him from his head just swimming, you know, four or five practices in, I, I think, you know, the physicality, I think he can he can compete. He, you know, look, last year he, he was coming off of an injury, uh, and I think that that, that really, uh, uh, you know, affected some of his uh, ability at different points, and he still was a Remington Award winner. But I think if you look yeah. at the year before that, you saw the kind of athlete that you would take in the first round as a center. So... I I I hope hopes that if he's healed up and that he's you know physically ready to go, he has the physicality to take that position, uh, and then it's just about you know actually going out there and performing. But before he does any of that, like I mentioned, he really needed to dive headfirst into that playbook, and, I, and hopefully he's done that. Um, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but uh, they had a, I think DallasCowboys.com tweeted out a picture of Tyler Piotish they signing did, yeah. his rookie contract. Did he look tiny? He looked tiny. He just looks like he, need, he, he needs like, to gain like twenty pounds to play that position. I no, actually, I, I mean, no, I actually God. pointed it out when he when 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 it came out. I tweeted it. He looked small. His shoulders just look small. You know, he's just like he doesn't look. Uh, just he needs a year. He he really could use a, a year to kind of get used to the speed of the NFL, build some strength up, and then next year have a competition for that spot. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think ideally, yeah, ideally, yes, I think that would be the, the what you'd hope for. But I I, I don't know if I mean, he's probably going to get thrown in the deep end. To be honest, to see if he can swim. I think the NFL code, or the, just across the NFL, I think teams are going to break ties in favor of veterans this year. You know, guys that have lots that of game sense. tape have yeah. played before. And that's where even a guy like Connor McGovern, I think, is going to be in trouble a little bit because he never took a preseason snap last year. He barely practiced at all. Uh, so we're entering year two, and now you're expecting him to be the starting week one center with you know, very limited practice time. I think that seems like a bit of a reach. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back to talk more about camp battles. I wanted to tell you guys about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving auto parts to customers for online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Lana, let's talk about Mike Nolan's defense because it's going to be a pretty significant change from what we've seen over the last several years with Monty Kiffin, Rob Marinelli, and Chris Richard. We're expecting to see a much uh, more aggressive defense, um, but also we're looking to see how he uses his front seven. Is it going to be a lot of four-three looks? Is it going to be three, uh, you know, four-three, three-four? Um, is it going to be over fronts, under fronts? Uh, what are you looking to forward to seeing in Mike Nolan's first training camp with the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, I think all of the things that you just mentioned are, are things that we're looking forward to. And I, think, and I think it's not just any one thing. It's it's everything. You know, it's it's how how the looks look. You know, are they lining up with four down linemen? Are they mixing it up with their fronts? Are they using both one gap and two gap principles? What are they doing with Jalen Smith? What are yeah, they, that's the one I'm really curious you know, what, about right there. What are yeah. they doing with Alden Smith? What, you know, what are they doing with uh, Joe Jackson? What are they doing with Bradley and I? You know, these are all guys who I think that are interesting sort of hybrid players that have a skill set that can allow them to kind of play on multiple spots on in this front. Uh, you know, and obviously Jalen and and, and uh, you know potentially Bradley and I might have more of an of a role immediately than say you know Joe Jackson or some of these other guys. But I think that you. You look at some of these guys that have, like I said, these kind of multiplicity skill sets, and you see how Nolan is going. You you you're, you desire to see how Nolan is going to deploy them, right? Is it going to be a situation right. where he's playing Will linebacker, where Jail is playing Will linebacker, and he's flowing to the football? Is he being used as a pass rusher? Is he is his hand going to get down? Is he going to play outside uh, linebacker in a in a three four look? Um, you know, it's just lots of these questions where you have Nolan, who is a guy who likes to show a lot of different coverages, a lot of different fronts. And then you got, you know, a handful of these guys who you think can play several different spots, depending on what the look is. And, you know, we, we've done a lot of speculating and a lot of hy- uh, hypothesizing on what that would look like and what these players uh, could end up doing in a Mike Nolan defense. But now it's actually mm-hmm. time to see how he had in mind to deploy these guys and, and and what what his vision for these players are. Well, kind of tying in with this is the Alden Smith. Um, we were actually going to make this a separate segment, but I, I mean, I think it ties in well. I want to see where he's being used at. Is he being used as a, you know, every down, 4-3, hand as a dirt rusher, or are they standing him up? Are they giving him some Sam linebacker looks? Are they allowing him to kind of rush all over and be this movable chess piece on defense? Um, and also, I want to see what he looks like. He's playing at, or at least the plan is for him to play at 287 pounds. That's up like 20 pounds from the last time we saw him in the NFL. Uh, I'm curious to see, does he have any bursts left? Does he still have that same playing strength? I, I think Alden Smith is one of the biggest wild cards on this team, right? Because if he can get back to the level that we saw, not with the 49ers, because I don't think he's going to be there, but even what we saw in 2015 with the Raiders, all of a sudden, I think this defense, the ceiling is much, much higher. What are you looking forward to seeing with Alden Smith? Yeah, I, I mean, it's just so much unknown there. You know, it's just, I mean, you mentioned 
even the position where like how he will be deployed but beyond that like just what kind of athlete are we getting what kind of physical specimen are we getting we've heard a lot of hype from guys like jay glazer been training him uh and and you know i i sounds like you know he is truly dominating the uh you know on wall workout machine market yeah. but i don't know if yeah. that's the same as an nfl offensive tackle so um i yeah i think it with 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 him it's it's everything it's it's where is he lining up how's he look how's he moving uh you know is is the idea that they're keeping him in a limited role are they keeping him as a as a pure dpr as they've discussed discussed a designated pass rusher is he gonna is he gonna play early downs is he gonna play you know the run and, and and on first and second downs as much these are all questions that you know all of us have i mean we really if you think about it like it's kind of crazy to be honest we really have as little information about Alden Smith as any player that has, I think, ever been, yeah. you know, kind of penciled in as a starter in the last decade, right? Sure. Like, I mean, we haven't even seen this guy play in the last three, four years. And then on top of that, we haven't even seen him in a Cowboys uniform yet or, or even, like, heard anything from mini camps or, or, or weigh-ins or anything. And, and we're, you know, technically a week away from training camp. So the, the combination of Alden Smith being out of football for so long – and the you know again the COVID situation has has just there's just so much unknown on our side of what Alden Smith is. I think the Cowboys have seen him up close and a personal probably worked him out. You know they've obviously got a better idea of what they're getting there. But for us, you know the the bandwidth of of, of possibilities, the the you know the, the 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 pure spectrum of what he could be and what he you know what he may yeah. be yeah. is is enormous. So there's just really so many questions on a variety of different subjects about Alden Smith. And I, I keep coming back to this: we haven't seen him play in four years, yeah. and he's at a totally different weight than he was when the last time he was in the NFL. Again, twenty to twenty five pounds heavier. So it's basically a brand new player that we again we haven't seen play in a long time, and I think that's why there's uh, so much unknown about him, but also so much uh, you know hype because we've seen him in the NFL be an absolutely dominant pass rusher. Uh, I think people are getting really excited about what Alden Smith could do with the Cowboys. Um, let's stay on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, the secondary personnel, we 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 typically know how you know Mike Nolan's going to use these guys. Uh, but what we don't know is who's going to be on the field in certain situations. Um, I don't even think we have a good idea of who's going to be this, you know, the two outside cornerbacks. I think you could assume it's probably going to be Awuzier, Uh, but you know, the team mentioned him as a possible safety option as well. Uh, what are you looking forward to seeing with the, the secondary in camp? Yeah, just just who's out there? You know, I mean, I think that's it. Like, we've got all these numbers. We we just lost Canada, but frankly. You know, I mean, there was, the, the, it was crowded already. So you've got all these guys and all these names, and and, and and there's just a high level of interest on my part to see who goes out there and who's who's who are they putting out there with the first team, who's lining up outside, who's lining up inside. You know, where where do the competitions seem to be just starting out? Like that's the thing is, uh, you know, again, just with so much unknown and, and and with COVID, usually coming into training camp, we have some kind of information. Some kind of right, mini right. camp, you know, uh, tidbit about who's running with the first team, and, and maybe that's not all that useful or helpful, but ultimately, at least it 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 helps us set the table for where the starting line is for these guys, so that we can kind of, you know, check the horse race. 
And right now, we're going to get into this training camp, and you know, that first practice is going to be really just us trying to establish who they are viewing as their starters to start to start training camp practices. So it'll be interesting to see the combination of players they use, and it'll also be interesting to see, you know, is there a set starting three? Is is it is it more of a, a, a mix and match situation depending on matchup? Do they play the secondary? You know, you you, you mentioned Awuzie and you know potential to kind of work as a safety or, or as a corner. Is his position going to be safety or corner? Is it or is it going to be a week to week thing depending on what's happening with the matchup that week? And and and, and you know Awuzie is an example, but I think that that's you know maybe a, a question for the larger secondary is just how much of who is playing and, and what kind of coverage is playing being played rather is going to be dictated by the opponent that they're facing that week and, and, and week to week game planning. I think that's that's not something that we're gonna discover or or have an answer to right away in training camp, I think, because mm-hmm. you know, really you'll just see them and maybe we will if we see them you know, constantly deploying different sets of, of corners with the first team defense. Maybe that that's the kind of indication that, hey, we plan to use, you know, uh, five or six different corners as opposed to three or four guys that are getting the main parts of the snap. And, and you know, at that point, that, that you know, that kind of leads us to a whole bunch of different questions is, you know, all right, well, how do the matchups work? Who's the, the tight end guy? Who's the, the small receiver guy? Or who's, you know, like, what, what are the roles that each one of these guys are playing? And, and how, how will they be deployed throughout the season? I think, or I saw that the NFL said that beat reporters and guys that work for the team aren't allowed to necessarily say who's on the field in what certain packages and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh boy! <laughs> if, well, I didn't say if, we, if we've learned anything about those uh, things, is the, they we'll get find out. out. They get out. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll find out. The Cowboys are kind of leaky when it comes to that kind of stuff. We'll uh, we'll make sure we get you know the names of who's on the starting defense and the nickel packages and stuff like that. Um, let's take one more quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about one of the Cowboys' top rookies during training camp. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Landon, I want to finish up with this. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, the Cowboys' first-round pick at number 17. I always think it's fun to see how your first-round pick performs in camp. Uh, I remember when Dez was a rookie, him just putting on a show back in 2010. Uh, From 2010 to basically 2014, he was the MVP of camp every year. Um, I'm curious to see not only how C.D. Lamb performs and practices, 
But where the team lines him up, is he going to be the primary slot receiver? Are they going to have him learn other positions and cross-train him? Or are they just going to give him one spot to kind of let him get his feet going? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I think Lamb, how they use him, how he performs is going to be a, a fascinating thing for me. What are you expecting from the Cowboys' first-round pick? Yeah, I mean, you know, at the very least, you know, excitement and interest. I mean, I think there's been a uh, tempering of, of of excitement just because of all the <laughs> because of the yeah. state of the world and because of the state sure. of sports and everything. Uh, but I think that, that that all is likely to come roaring back once once we see uh, CD Lamb on the field. Yeah, I mean everything from where is he lining up, how how does he look, how does the competition seem to be, how does he you know how is he handling that? I, I you know I tend to think that he's going to get a heavy dose of, of slot work because he has some expertise there and he he does seem to to thrive or did thrive there in college. But I but I also you know definitely would expect to see him get a heavy dose of outside looks as well because i think cooper likes to play in the inside as well so mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they'll mix guys in there um you know i just think that they're likely to show him get him in a couple of different roles in a couple of different spots uh you know he's you know he is a rookie wide receiver he's a rookie wide receiver who missed mini camp and and otas like everybody else uh, but I also think that he is a you know a special case. He's a long time starter in college, very productive. He's seen it all. He's done it from a bunch of different positions. He came from uh, you know a little bit of an advanced offense. That you know maybe he can uh, quickly digest, or at least maybe the Cowboys can come up with a playbook for him that is easy to hit for him to digest and allows him to kind of line up in multiple different roles and, and do what he needs to do to, do to kind of create uh, you know space and get open. Yeah, I'm curious to see you know how he does against certain types of coverages. Uh, in college, I, I think he might have been the best receiver against zone in the you know in all of college football. He just has a really good feel for it. Um, I'm curious to see how he de- deals with press coverage, um, how he does against smaller corners. Mm. Like if he's going against yeah. Anthony Brown in the slot, uh, you know, and he's not able to to get a lot of separation, can he win? You know, in the contested areas of the field. If he's going up against somebody like a Daryl Worley, how does he deal with that physicality? Because he's not a super strong receiver. I think he weighed in at 197 at the combine. You know, how does how does he handle a corner that's you know six one and 210 pounds and uh, can bully guys at the line of scrimmage? Those are all things that I'm curious to see. Normally, we would get two, three, four preseason games to to kind of get an idea of where he's at. Um, not so now much. It's just, no, not so much. <laughs> now we just get training camp, and we're going to have to kind of rely on some of the eyes of other people there to tell us uh, how he's doing as a rookie. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.